Well, hello everyone, Carrie back here with Homeschool Coffee Break, where we help you stop the overwhelm, simplify your homeschool, and be able to take a coffee break. Hey, I'm here to help you. I want to walk with you. We are beginning a brand new series called Attitude Adjustment, Three Tips to Encourage Good Behavior. So over the next three weeks, I will be sharing one of those tips each time. Before we get started, I do want you to know that I would love for you to leave a comment or um, something in the chat, depending on where you are listening to this, and tell me what is the hardest thing about your kid's attitude? Because um, I found that what I, I asked some moms one time, what causes the biggest drama? And they started talking about their kid's attitude. And I was like, oh, maybe we need to take a step back and look at some other things. So leave a comment wherever you're listening. Let me know what that is. I would love to address that over the next few weeks. Also, if you are listening to this on a podcast, be sure that you click the little subscribe button as well. That way we can get this out to more people. If you're on a regular podcast, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. That would mean the world to me and it would give us a chance to get this out to more people. Let's start with attitude and let's talk about this. Psalm 127.3 says, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in the warrior's hand. And his quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame. He confronts his accusers at the city gates. Children are truly a gift from God. But we need to be careful that we don't just squelch and complain. If we've got problems with our kids, we, there are some specific things that I think we can do. The first thing I want to talk about is something called tending your child's heart, all right? And that's what we're going to talk about today. This is tip number one, tending your child's heart. And there are two aspects of this that I want to talk about. Number one, when we go to their heart, we want to talk to them about first their relationship with God. What is their relationship with God the Father? Um, not the way it looks to everyone else. Not obeying just for obedience sake. We want to get to their heart. And if they're not obeying you and they're not obeying God, there is a root issue. And we need to see what it is. And we need to be able to have conversations about that. We don't want to just cram it down their throats. We want to talk to them and find out, is there a root reason for the reason their attitude is the way it is? One of the things I would really encourage you, and this is something I had to do myself, I had to check my own relationship with God. If I was not walking with God, if I wasn't listening to God, obeying him, talking to God, that's where I need to start. Before you can talk to your kids about their relationship with God, I would say examine yourself. Um, there is a verse and I didn't write it down, but it talks about, um, Hey God, examine my heart, search me, Oh God, and know my heart. Um, see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That's my paraphrase. But that is something I think you need to do first. You need to look at yourself. Next, I would say, as we talk about a relationship with God, we need to always go to the scripture. Because that is truth. You can't just talk about them. If you want to talk to them about their relationship with God, you need to go to the Bible. And let's talk about what God wants us to do. You can start with Ephesians 6, children obey your parents and the Lord if you want. But I would even take a step back. If they're arguing, find something, a verse about arguing. If they're always arguing with you or if they're complaining. I love um, Ephesians 4.32. Be ye kind one to another 
tenderhearted forgiving one another. Even as have your child, and this is what I would encourage you to do, to memorize one verse and work on that verse as it relates to their relationship with God. Discuss with them how they can obey the verse. And when there's problems, then you need to go to the verse. When they are being kind to one another, you need to go to the verse. Did you hear that? We're not, this is not just discipline. This is encouraging a good relationship with God. And I think one of the ways, especially with little kids, because they don't really understand the abstract is obedience. All right. So I do think it's important to do that. Colossians 3.15 or 16.1 says, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. And that would be another verse. How do we put on love? And you can look at the verses around there. It talks about forgiveness, compassion, kindness, excuse me, humility, and all those things. So choose a verse. If they are old enough, they might want to choose the verse. But talk to them. Talk to them about what you're seeing and maybe why they're doing it. Then look at a verse. Have them memorize it. Practice it every day at breakfast time. Um, you already want to discuss. And then we want to reward their blessings and discipline um, their disobedience as well. So I think it's first of all, in a relationship with God, they've got to know the Bible. They need to know what God says. Now, it will grow deeper into a prayer time of talking and listening. That's not what I'm going to talk about right now. This is more as far as their attitude. I would say, take a verse and let's always put it on God's shoulders. I have said this a few times, reward and discipline. Did you know a child hears, this according to KK Ball's study, a child hears 432 negative words in a day and 32 positive words. That's sad. What kind of words do you say to your kids? Your words are impacting their attitude. The average parent, according to Sarah Radcliffe, speaks 96% negative words and only 4% positive words. This goes back to you, mom or dad. We need to speak truth. We need to speak them in love. Yes, I know truth can have a, a consequence to it, but we need to speak the truth and replace the lies that are in their head with truth, with their true identity. My daughter Gentry, when she had her oldest Landry and Landry was just a baby, she would say these words to Landry. I am strong. I am smart. I am loved. I am kind. You know, kids need to hear those things and they need to know that they are true about them. Even if they're not living it with God's power, they can. You need to speak truth to babies. I believe that with all my heart. Look at maybe what they're struggling with as far as their self-image and talk to them. If they are a believer, then you can talk to them through the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus. They have holiness and righteousness. They are a child of God, a child of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They can go into the King of the World's throne room and talk to them. They are chosen. We serve God, not man. So we don't need to worry about what everyone else is thinking. And so I really think you need to first focus on the relationship with God. And like I said, I'm not going into major detail. These are just short little podcast episodes that I want to really encourage you in what you can do with your kids. But look at you first. How's your relationship with God? Next, use scripture and then speak truth. Start speaking positive words and reinforcing a positive identity, a positive attitude about themselves. Um, and then that's going to lead to positive actions and hopefully their attitude.
So that's number one. The second part of tending your child's heart is building a relationship with you. When you feel like the mean mom, it's sort of hard to do this. And I would really encourage you to think about what is their relationship with you? Are you managing their behavior or are you mentoring their heart? Think about that. Are you managing their behavior or mentoring their heart? If you're mentoring their heart, you are going to build a relationship with your child, a lifelong one. And as you build a relationship with your kids, that will build trust as well. And remember that building a relationship is not on your timetable. It's not like, okay, two o'clock, let's sit here and talk. You have got to pay attention. And when they're ready to talk, you better start listening. I have to tell you, my son is a very quiet person. We have a great relationship and we talk a lot now. But growing up, he just didn't share much except one place in the car. If it were just Hunter and I in the car, he would just open up and start talking. And I would zip my lips and I would listen to what he had to say. Ashley, our oldest, would talk pretty much any time. Gentry, a little bit more seldom. So I had to really pay attention to what was going on with her and find out, you know, how we could help. But so you need to make the time and be available. If Susanna Wesley, who had, I think, 17 kids, could spend time with them individually each week, if you only have two or three, surely you can find the time. And if you don't, you're too busy and you need to come back and think about this again. It does take lots of time, but it is worth the time. I have a great relationship with each of my kids. Now we've had some ups and downs and ups and downs, but we work things out and we can reconcile. And I also think that this can help them to learn to choose good for themselves and do the right thing as well. So we want to, as we tend their heart, there are two primary relationships as they are growing up, especially, and start like Ginger did as a baby. Relationship number one is their relationship with God the Father. Relationship number two is their relationship with you. Now, I've talked about words. With our kids building that relationship, God gave you two ears. That means you need to listen more than speak. But I do, before I close, I want to share this thing I got from Josh Ship. Seven things every kid needs to hear. And um you can see it right here. Actually, I'll just hold it there so you can look at it or take a screenshot. These are things that kids need to hear. One, I love you. Two, I'm proud of you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I love you. I'm listening. This is your responsibility. All right? These are things that we need to be giving and saying to our kids, especially I love you. I didn't hear that a lot. I always knew my parents loved me. It just wasn't a generational thing or a family thing. I'm proud of you. How often do you tell them? Even I'm proud of you that you brushed your teeth right after breakfast. It can be super simple little bitty things. Saying I'm sorry and I forgive you. Saying I'm sorry. That was another thing. Generationally, you just didn't, parents didn't say that to their kids. But I will tell you right now, that is something that we need to do. That was something we as parents decided we would do as well. If we did something to, um, wrong, we would apologize. So just a few ideas to begin. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Begin, look at your kid's attitude and see how we can change them as well. Um, no, and I will end with this every single time. Pray. 
pray and pray some more. And I'm going to give you a freebie that I have right now. And that is my um, verses and scriptures to pray for your kids. And these are things that you can begin to pray. They are Bible verses that you can pray as well. Hey, I am Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you next time.